Welcome to the Tax Sale Podcast, where tax sale investing is made easy. My name is Casey Didman. I'm a tax sale veteran. I'm the leading tax sale expert, author of the Tax Sale Playbook, founder of the Tax Sale Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sale Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As a reminder, this is a completely free podcast brought to you through because of the Tax Sale Academy. So if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, Make sure you head on over to TaxCellAcademy.com. All right, today's episode might be a tough one for some of you to swallow, but I get so many emails from people telling me that they're disappointed about this or they're disappointed about that, and much of it relates to competition. They're disappointed that there are people exactly like them that also want to invest in real estate the same exact way they want to invest in real estate. So what gives? More often than not, it is due to them taking the path of least resistance, taking the most convenient path. The most successful tax sale deals that I have ever done were the result of some of the most inconvenient properties I've ever researched, some of the most inconvenient auctions I've ever attended, and some of the most inconvenient properties I've ever had to deal with by far. Listen, I've got members inside the Tax Law Academy from many countries, including Brazil, Hong Kong, and even Australia, that are absolutely killing it. And for their business structure, they probably need the convenience of many things at their fingertips, more so than most of us in the States. I totally get that. And I also understand there's people with jobs, families, responsibilities that also need those conveniences. I totally get that. But on a side note here, if they are crushing it in this business from 10,000 miles away, let's go ahead and stop the excuse that you can't crush it in this business too. But what I want you to do with today's episode is to illustrate the path of most resistance. You see, most people are often attracted to things that we think are easy, things we think are convenient. I'm sure you've probably heard the old saying, if it was so easy, everybody would be doing it. And that is exactly what happens when you have the most convenient path to take. People want the easy stuff. The problem, however, is that when you're talking about business in a capitalistic society, which I'm all for, by the way, when everybody is doing the exact same thing, you have a race to the bottom. Who will do exactly what I want to do the cheapest possible way? Who will do it for the least amount of money? Eventually, you get to the point where it's just not worth it anymore. That is the path of least resistance. The path that's likely not going to be worth it as a tax sale investor. If you want the most profitable properties, consider instead the path that has the most resistance because that path is often the path to the most profitable properties. And let's not get carried away here. I don't be ridiculous. 99% of the people that are out there are lazy. They want the easiest possible path. And it's just a smidge harder than what they had envisioned. They quit. I see it daily. I'm here 20 plus years later because I'm willing to put in just 5% more effort than the other 99% of the people that are out there, and you absolutely can too. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be something over the top. I lead a tremendous life outside of tax sale investing. That is not all I do. It's not a 70-hour-per-week type gig for me, but I do just a little bit more 
than most people. And that's the difference. And that's the reason I am here more than two decades later. It's odd how that works, right? What I want you to do is take a step back and determine just how easy something is. If it seems super easy on your very first try, it might not be all that worthwhile. Exceptions do exist, of course, but if you're doing something, anything in life, and you expect stellar results, but it is much, much easier than you imagine, you either lucked out or more than likely, something is likely off. I've done a lot of consulting work over the years, and I remember a conversation that I had with an auction company, and they were talking about increasing buyer interest, which ultimately would increase their profits since they earn a buyer's premium off of the sales price. The answer that I had was very simple. If you want to increase buyer interest, then you need to make the process as convenient as possible for as many people as possible. The fewer the sticking points, the better. The less time, money, or effort somebody has to spend, the better. You're going to get a much higher turnout. The bids are going to go much, much higher. And in turn, that auction company is going to make a lot more money. If you click one link, go to a website designed for tax sales, and they have a crazy detailed listing about every single tax sale property, including descriptions, photos, title history, links to various resources, that's pretty easy. If they have a button where you can click and place a bid at any time, that's pretty easy. Perhaps you can even pay online. All of this with just one Google search, you can do everything in 30 seconds. Sounds great, right? The problem is it's far too convenient. That convenience is going to increase your competition and lower your profits and ultimately your income. Everybody in the world with a computer and internet access could do the exact same thing using that same exact website without much time, effort, money, or even knowledge. As a side note here, that type of platform does exist in certain areas, and that's the type of platform that I avoid. That type of platform is going to commonly see the most interest in absolute junk property. It is no secret that the people who want the ultimate convenience are also the laziest when it comes to actually learning how to perform due diligence or even learning what they're doing at all in the first place. A few years ago, I got into a brand new area that I started investing in. I searched the county website for tax sell information like I typically do. I got nothing. So I called the tax collector's office and literally got nothing but an answering machine, an old school answering machine. I kept calling for a week, left message after message, and nobody ever returned my call. Eventually, I called every single department in that county until I got a hold of somebody that would talk to me. Now, they had no clue about tax law investing, but as luck would have it, they were in the same small building as the tax collector's office, and they offered to walk over to the tax collector's office to get more information for me. They came back to the phone and said, there is a tax law happening soon, but they only provide a list to people that are actually walking in. But what you can do, since you're out of town, call the newspaper and ask for them to mail you a copy of the legal section because all the tax law properties are in this week's legal section. I called the newspaper. I mailed them a $10 check. Mind you, it was a very small town, but that's the way they wanted my payment. I sent them an overnight check for $10. It cost more to mail it than I paid the newspaper. But what they did is they mailed me a copy of the legal section, and it arrived about a week or so later. But you see, that's not even the best part. 
There are about 40 properties, as it turned out, on that list. This is a state where the information is public, but you have to pay to access it as a convenience fee. If you wanted access to certain information, such as plat maps, you paid for it. If you wanted access to assessor reports, you paid for them. So that's exactly what I did. It was kind of a nominal amount. I think it's a few bucks here and there. But I strategically determined exactly what information that I wanted, what properties or areas I was interested in. I paid for that information, and I finished my research. But it doesn't stop there. The next thing is that the auction, of course, it was not held online. They didn't accept mail-in bids, and they didn't allow an agent to bid on your behalf. If you wanted to bid, you had to show up at the courthouse. So I booked a flight 500 miles away. I arrived at the airport. I drove another three hours, and I stayed in the nicest hotel in the city, which was very, very dated, to say the least. I arrived at the auction the next morning and ended up buying every single property that I wanted except for one, which happened to be sold to the person bidding against me that lived next door. I ended up making around $30,000 or so from that auction. Listen, I'm not advocating for their prehistoric process, but if we're honest here, most people would have stopped when they didn't see the tax sale list online. If they didn't stop there, they definitely wouldn't have called the county because most people don't like to pick up the phone. If they didn't stop there, they wouldn't have called back on a daily basis. They would have waited for the county to return their phone call, which they probably would have never done. And if they did call back on a daily basis, they wouldn't have gone through the trouble of contacting the newspaper, overnighting a $10 check, and waiting for that tax sale list through the legal section to be mailed back to them. And if they did all that, they probably wouldn't have even flown across the country to go to this auction or there were no less than eight or nine very strong sticking points in this process that would have stopped most people. And I didn't even mention the things like they didn't have a GIS, so I was comparing 50-year-old plat maps to Google Maps for every single property, and a lot of the road names had changed. So I was looking at shapes, trying to figure out what's what. But most people see all those sticking points as being inconvenient. Instead, I see them as big, big opportunities. I've told this story another time where I spent an entire month driving from one auction to the next since they were all in-person auctions. I stayed in far too many hotel rooms and put thousands of miles onto my vehicle. Of course, that was also the most productive month of my life. I've also got plenty of other examples. I've gone through the effort to create an entire marketing campaign to sell one or two lots that way, I can leverage it into a buyer's list that I've nurtured for years and is one of the most valuable assets in my business now. The point of all these little stories is to remind you that most people, especially new investors, approach this business with the wrong mindset. If something is too difficult for them, if it's too costly, if it takes too much time, too much effort, too much whatever, that should never, ever be viewed as a problem. It should absolutely, however, be viewed as an opportunity to step up to the plate and take advantage. I know that the large majority of investors that are out there are lazier than I am, like super lazy. And again, you don't have to do anything crazy. You don't have to fly across the country. You don't have to stay in hotels for a month. Just do a little bit more than most of the other investors. Cross through those sticking points and you will be rewarded for it. When I take you back to that story about the newspaper, the list, and all that, I'm not like hand digging a pond. I'm not doing hard physical labor. 
I'm literally picking up my cell phone, dialing a phone number because most people are too lazy to do that. Then I check the mail, research properties. Sure, I had to travel for that one, but it was a two-day deal to a part of the country that I wanted to explore anyhow. Convenience lowers profits. It's almost like a line graph. The more convenient the entire process is, the lower your profits are going to be. The less convenient, the higher your profits are going to be. Keep that in mind as you come across a new way of doing things in various areas. Change your mindset and change the way that you approach these so-called inconveniences and your profits are going to change as a result. I can guarantee you that. Listen, I truly hope this episode provided you with some valuable help in your tax sale business. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes that we have here on the Tax Sale Podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review for us on whatever podcasting or video platform you're watching us on right now. By leaving that review, it really helps us out in the algorithms, and it might even serve to pay it forward to a new investor who finds out about this incredible business simply because you took a few seconds out of your day. And as always, if we can be of any additional help, be sure to check out our website at taxcellacademy.com. Hey, take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Bye-bye.